Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I'm the Doc, and this is the Doc. And with our unique backgrounds in psychology and fitness, we're here to help you become the ultimate coach. So today we're kicking off communication for results. How understanding communication styles helps you coach more effectively. So uh, I want to take a step back. Uh, if any of you read or done any of the, the love languages, this is how we want to view this. So if you haven't, be sure and check it out. Your significant other will like you for that. But think about it as like love languages like uh, gifts, acts of service. People like to communicate in a certain way. Same thing with this love language. People like to receive that love in a certain way. And the better you can understand that, the better you're going to be able to communicate with that person. So what we're diving in today is how your clients have different communication styles. And Dr. J is really going to break that down of like how to know which style they are and the best way to communicate with that person. So Dr. J, kind of break it down to me and the viewers of like, where did this come from? Okay, I'm still getting over the fact that you just explained love languages. <laughs> um, this is momentous. But anyway, um, so there's a lot of literature. I mean, it's a good analogy. There's a lot of literature on uh, communication motivators. And there's some research and assessments around this notion that all of us have six primary motivators. And a lot of these standardized assessments will ask you to rank order them on kind of which ones are the most motivating to you and which one are the least. So what we did is we translated those motivators into communication insights because what motivates us is also related to how we like to communicate. Yep. And so we just took those six and um, really just re-engineered them so that we can use them in a more practical sense in the fitness space. Yeah, what I like about this is this is something that assessment we put together that we, we send out to our clients and other coaches so that way that the, when the client first comes in, we know exactly how to talk to them. You know, this is something over the past, you know, couple decades, you you know, like we as coaches, as, as, as like me coaching this, have, have figured out over time of like, when you talk to a client for a while, you can figure out, okay, this person wants to know the why, or this person just wants the bullet points. But what I like about us getting this information early on is it makes a better first impression. And that's what's so important about this. So let's, let's break down the six. The first person is the why person. So what do you need to do when you're talking to the why person? So what you just need to remember is they need to understand uh, not just what you're asking them to do, but you need to give them some background information on why this is a really good strategy or why this fits what they've asked you to help them with. So just giving, and again, you only have so much time in a day and all those things, but they're just gonna want a couple of bullet points at least on sort of, hey, there's research or there's new information out there or we've been doing this with, um, lots of clients and it's highly effective. They also might want you to follow up with maybe like a PDF, an article, a website, something like that, that they can just use as a resource. But just knowing that allows you just to give them enough to feel like they can understand it better when they go to execute it. Yeah, an example I had of this is it was a, uh, a few years back, a client reached out to me and they're like, the coach you assigned me with, um, I wish they would tell me more about like what muscle groups are being used during certain exercises. And what's funny about that is the majority of the clients, they do not care. They don't want to know or they don't have any understanding of anatomy anyways to really kind of understand that. But this person, like if, she, if we would have had this, this insight early on, and we know this is a why person, this is where we can have a better first impression with this person. And it's, it's, a, it's a conversation I wouldn't have to have then with them because we are addressing that. We're giving them more of the why. And so if you can figure out that, that why person, and you can, with each time you're, you're describing something, whether it's the movement on the floor or the uh, wellness change that you're doing outside of the gym, if you give them more of that why that you're doing it, they're gonna be happier to actually implement and do that. 
So moving on to the second one, the, the efficiency person. And I, I think this is probably the, the, the best person, right? <laughs> oh, because it more, most resembles you? Uh, yeah, no, there's no better or worse. The efficiency person on this one is just literally what it sounds like. It's give me the basics of what I need to be able to execute or understand this. So the bullet points, those types of things. And so this person also, I guess what I want to point out here is that we talked earlier about the why. And sometimes I've seen people go, well, I'll just by default explain it all. And that way, if I get a why person, right, they're covered and more is better. The efficiency person does not want all of those details, and it can also actually be really distracting to them. So really understanding when you need to dial that back to just a couple of bullet points about just enough information for them to move forward. And it's not about you sharing everything you know or being the most brilliant coach and, and impressing them with all that. What's gonna impress them is if you can drill it down into a couple things and they can take away, walk away with it and, and, and hit the ground running. Yeah, and this is something I have to be careful with because I am an efficiency person. And so I wanna communicate in that style. And this is why it's so important to know these other ones because if I get a why person and I'm just going, here's the main three bullet points, they're gonna want a little bit more. So understanding where you're at and where other people are, it's just gonna make you a much better communicator. So moving on to the next person, the slow and steady person. Yeah, so this person um, is interested in change. They're just as motivated as anyone else, but they don't want you to throw everything at them all at once. They don't necessarily even need an advanced organizer. It's just you need to convey to them that we're just gonna move at the pace that they're ready for. We're gonna make small incremental changes and that as we see things, we can adjust and go. Um, so again, sometimes we want to give this like overarching plan, like we're going to do it in six months and we're going to do this and this is going to be your exercise programming and here's your nutrition stuff. And they can get overwhelmed really easy and they don't want to feel rushed. They have a pretty good sense of their own pace and how they like to live their lives. And you putting too much too fast is going to shut them down. Yeah. And this is another thing that I struggled with as a, as a young coach. There might be a theme of a lot still, of things I struggle with. Is, um, struggling, but you know, okay. like, I, I feel like I have all this education, I have all this knowledge, and I want to give the people the best plans. But you know, what we what we work on is this is kind of this 360 wellness approach. This is like, all right, let's make these minimal effective dose wins. And so, by by me as a coach, and by you thinking about this type of person, if you really slow things down, this person is going to that slow and steady, that those small steps, and they're going to be much better. First, if you give them more than they can handle, they might just disappear. And we definitely don't want that as coaches. And a tweak here too is, think about the slow and steady person too as also even your rate of speech. So if you're talking really fast and you're giving a lot, when you talk faster, it's gonna be a tendency to dump more information in. So if you're naturally a faster talker, then um, what you can do is just repeat yourself a few times and check for understanding. And that allows you to continue that interaction without overwhelming them. And I'm a fast talker as well. So next we're gonna talk about, it's not just about me person. <laughs> so uh, another way to think about this person is really that one that's like, well, uh, and you've met this client, right? It's someone that says, I wanna make these changes, but when you say, hey, can you change this or let's do more of this? They say, well, I gotta make sure that my elderly parent is okay, or I gotta take care of my family first, or work always needs me and I don't wanna leave a little early to get my workout in because I might let somebody down. So they have this propensity to really be concerned about everyone else, and they don't want the changes that they're making to impact negatively what they would view for others. 
So this is a person that you have to meet their language around that value instead of just, and again, encouraging them to have me time and it's okay to take care of themselves is important. But if we only use that language, it's not resonating with what's important to them. So if we say like, hey, if you can do this, this will help you be there for your family. It'll help you play with your kids. It will give you more energy to help your elderly parent. So connecting that, that the changes they're making and the effort they're putting forward and even the time that they're spending for themselves in the long run also supports other people. And they need to hear that connection. Yeah, and I feel like I get a lot of these clients. It's a lot of the the moms, like they're, they're, they're worried about their kids, they're worried about the work and they're putting themselves kind of on the back burner. And so if we're like, okay, well, you know, your kids might eat something else for dinner, your, your husband might eat something else for dinner, just cook something else for yourself and that's gonna hit your macros and that's gonna be a great plan for you losing weight. But it's a terrible plan for them because of their personality style, because they wanna make sure that they're having the family time, they wanna make sure that they are taking care of the other loved ones in their home and that are in their life. And, and so we gotta make sure that the plans line up with these personalities. So moving on to the next, uh, make it about me person. So this one um, is that person that they've come into you for very specific goals. Uh, they have a vision in mind of what they want. And what they don't want to hear is, hey, here's this nutrition plan. We give it to all of our clients and we really feel like if you follow, it'll be successful. That sounds very generic. It doesn't feel individualized. And it doesn't say, I understand what your goal is and I've crafted something unique for you. And so making sure that the language you use, the way that you present things is, hey, I know that you want to build muscle. I know that you want to get stronger in this. I know that you wanted to drop a little bit of that belly fat. And so here are some of the strategies that I put together specifically towards meeting those goals for you and some of the lifestyle choices that you've told me that you prefer. This lets them know that you've truly tailored that plan towards them. Now, again, you might be picking and pulling from different things that you've used before, but you need to be clear that this is about them, for them, and it's specific to the needs that they have. And this is a perfect opportunity for those people when you're doing like the small group training or even large group training, where you're having those, those individual touch points where you're, um, you're, you're making it unique to them. So like someone might come in and they're, um, they're doing the training, it's a group training, and they're all doing the same program. But the, the thing is, if you can go over and have those individual talks with them, then you adjust it for them. So they may, they know it's just about them. So it's, it's important doing that. And then we talk a lot about like taking it off the floor. So it's, it's having these one-on-one -on -one talks with them too. So it's getting people off the floor, hitting that wellness approach and really kind of making it and adjusting it for that. And so our sixth one, do you know what our sixth one is? Yes. Um, this one's always an interesting one because this is the person that has very specific beliefs and yep. systems and they want you to match that. So this is a person, in, and again, this is why I love this assessment because it's a really fast way to figure this out. Because if you miss cue with this person early on, they may leave or just not engage um, and go elsewhere or be really frustrated. And so what I mean by that is they have certain lifestyle or let's say um, Sunday is church day. And, and this isn't always about religion or church, but it's just an example. If Sunday's church day, and on church day, we, we get up, we go to church for here, then afterwards we do family brunch, and then we get together and have a big you know d dinner at night or whatever the, the routine is, and you're asking them to spend two hours to prep on Sundays, you're butting against those beliefs and those systems that they have, or let's say um, my kiddo is traveling on the weekends for soccer or baseball, and so we're gone a lot, we're always on the road. 
telling me to pack all everybody's food and have it all, you know, in coolers and, and not eat out at all, that's against what they're experiencing as a value and something that they want to do with their family. So understanding that hearing those things, um, again, or getting this quick assessment done, uh, will allow you then to know that there's some non-negotiables that we're not even going to touch and we're going to figure out where the other low-hanging fruit is that we can adjust. Yeah, what I think the beauty of this is there, there's some clients that we have come in and we, we connect with right away. And it's a lot of times it's because they have the same kind of communication styles as we do. But what we want to be as coaches, we, we want to effectively communicate with, with all the people that we work with. And so by, by having this quick assessment, by, by kind of trying to figure out where people are at, we know how to communicate better to them and they're going to have a better all coaching experience. So for, for you coaches out there, start to think about this as you're working with your clients of like which one of these categories they're in. Or if you want to figure out how to give them the assessment and figure out right away, like look into our, our platform, uh, reach out to us and we can show you how to use that. And it can be a quick assessment so you can get people figuring out where they're at uh, coaching style wise early in your training program. Yeah, because this assessment literally takes under a minute for your clients to use and uh, to do, and you only do it once with them, so it's pretty efficient in that sense. But again, as Scott said, reach out to us. If you also have comments or anything else about the content we're sharing or want to know more, just drop us a note or go on our YouTube channel, um, but we'd love to hear from you. See you next time.